Good people, good morning. It's a sad situation when the occurrences of mass shootings has grown to 250. That's 250 too many. This week, I will give a minute of the episode dedicated to the people victimized and violated in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio. Whatever grudge you have with someone, it's not worth taking a life. It's not worth the silent treatment. It's not worth the mental and emotional anguish. To those families impacted, this one minute is for you. Hey, good people, this is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Hey, good people, Uh, you heard the intro and hopefully you took that minute to do some deep breathing or say a quick prayer or, you know, whatever you can do to, you know, get your mind right or pay a small tribute because one minute is clearly not enough. Um, but I hope you were able to do that in that one minute stint, but it's hard to hear of that kind of news. In fact, it, for me is devastating. Um, and I hope that we don't ever find ourselves in a place where we're so desensitized that we look at it and say, oh, that's terrible and walk right on to the next thing. I know life moves on, but we have to be in a space where we remember the things that we would like to push for change. And for me, you know, that we are clearly in a crisis mode when it comes to mass shootings in this country, in my opinion. Um, and, And what's even more devastating, you know, when you think of innocent bystanders who set out just to go on to their everyday life and, um, is, is tragically interrupted. And so that has a special place in my heart. And if you guys have been following this cast for a while now, you understand why. Uh, but if you haven't, just know that I have a, a, a similar uh, situation um, that has involved family uh, to where I can understand how uh, the families feel completely. Um, 
But on another note, I know that death is a part of life and that people die each day. But just like your world would change if someone close to you died, I just simply ask you, do you spend time with them or exchange words with them like they change your world right now just by being present? If not, it's never too late. And a pro tip, if you are struggling to find the words or you're not a person of super emotional, wordy words, yeah, don't do all that, then that's why the greeting card business is still strong because handwritten letters are powerful if you can't pull yourself to say the words. So just a little tip. Um, so then, you know, as you're, as you're walking through and you're asking, Joe, what, what if the thing that makes you mad is out of your control? For instance, like those families, for instance, uh, like someone who does something and you had no control over it. Well, that's, that's life. Everyone has their own will to do something. Well, that's life. Everyone has their own will to do something. And most oftentimes, that's out of your control. So most things that make you upset are going to be out of your control. Unless it is you make yourself upset. And then that's a different story. But most other things will make you upset because, again, it was out of your control. And so I wanted to share a quick plug. And this week is heavily inspired by um, some of the things that I heard uh, and read through different mediums, uh, including church over this past weekend. Um, But, you know, I just wanted to share that notion of inspiration and and help you guys understand where my mind is. Um, But here's a quick plug. And so around anger. So. Just two days ago, good people, just two days, maybe even three now. Heck, it's so early. Uh, I was so angry, so angry and filled with anxiety and thoughts scattered, stomach in knots that I ended up wrecking my car. Like, no joke. Like, that stuff is busted. Um, Thank you. If you're like, oh, my God, (laughs) thank you. I'm fine. I just hit a parked car. It's fine. It's stupid, actually. Um, if you if you must know more, uh, you know the the cars that they make that are I don't know maybe maybe two thousand ten or newer. Yeah, I, I feel safe with that. Um, cars that are maybe two thousand ten or newer. Uh, if it even looks at a car that was built in the nineties or before. It doesn't stand a chance against body damage. You know, I had the pleasure of running into a 1995 uh, Chevy truck. And so you can uh, you can do the math on that. Like my stuff didn't stand a chance. It was just like crunch, crunch. And I could barely get out the car. And after that, you would have thought it was a high impact crash. That's I I. Don't have anything else to say about it, but I'm fine. Thank you. Um, but back to it, I was so angry 
that those feelings and that emotion charged through my body all day. And uh, it charged through my body so much. Like I was powered up. Like I couldn't, I, you know, when I think about the way that I was able to function, I was functioning, but I was functioning mostly in negative ways. Uh, And, you know, it was starting to interact with my body. The anger was uh, that my body started to feel sore. Uh, I was working incessantly. So I was working a lot uh, to take my mind off of it, but it was nervously working. It wasn't necessarily I was, uh, you know, getting things done with purpose, if that makes sense. My tears were going everywhere. I turned in circles most of the time with something called hot thoughts. So when you constantly think over and over and over again, why, um, why, you know, the other person or the other party or the other group of people have wronged you, Um, those are hot thoughts, like when you're constantly replaying the negativity over and over again. And so I turned in circles with those hot thoughts all day. And let's be real, I only slept, but for about an hour. And that was it. And that's no sleep at all. So my point in saying all of this, what's my point? Is that the anger did nothing to resolve my issue. Anger does nothing to resolve the issue and is so strong and so powerful that it powered me in negatively productive ways. And I don't even know if negative and productive can be in the same sentence, but whatever. It powered me in negatively productive ways. So have you ever noticed if you created a like a creative piece of work or you know just something creative while you were angry it gets scrapped because the work or the creation is overly charged and you know it like have you ever written a poem while you're angry it's negatively charged and so when you go back at a calm mind and you think about it you're like what was i thinking or when you go back to look at it or or go back to, you know, examine what you've done. You're like, what did I do here? Because it's overly charged. Whereas creative works created from sadness, tend, those tend to be the most successful pieces. Because sadness tells the true story that anger simply cannot. And and if you if you really want to uh, do more research into this, please have at it. Um, there are chemicals in the brain that make these things happen. And, and the research is out there and it's incredible. So I encourage you guys, if you have time to check it out, but why, why, why can sadness tell the story that anger cannot? And why, why does anger charge you so negatively? And it's simply because anger stimulates two responses in the brain and arguably three, but Anger stimulates two responses in the brain. One is fight. Two is flight. And the arguable third one is freeze. So either you fight and you match the aggressive tone or you match the explosive behavior, which can potentially be dangerous. You flight 
or get yourself out of the situation, run away, avoid it, or you freeze and you just allow all this time to pass you by without letting any emotion go for how it made you feel, how to cope through it, how to get over it, or simply letting the other party know like, hey, I feel upset. And that's real, y'all, because a lot of us may hold on to anger that's misplaced. A lot of us may hold on to anger that might be misplaced. And and so in any measure, staying angry takes a lot of energy. I, I read a quote by Carlos Castaneda, and it, it was powerful in the moment because it said, we either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves strong, the amount of work is the same. And I'm like, dang, that's so true. So when I was thinking about my moment of being so angry, I said, hey, listen, I, you know, I read that and I said, you know what, out of the things that I know, I can't, I can't pull myself to be not angry right now, but I understand that if I stay in this place, nothing productive gets done and I start to uh, deteriorate. Um, and so just thinking of that, it, it, it makes me think of what is done cannot be undone. So rather you are the victor or the victim of that totally absurd circumstance where you're angry, which rightfully so you're allowed to be angry, but rather you're the victor or the victim wishing negative karma on the ones who have angered you may, it might help you to cope. It might help you to get over it, but it doesn't help you to heal. And I say that too, because I'm like, why, well, why say that? And it's because of these three reasons. One, because the way anger charges our minds or bodies Wishing negative karma on people is not going to help you heal. Two, because anger is generally the second emotion. Sadness is generally the first. But it's funny that we will act on anger first. And sadness, we often don't give that emotion the time it deserves. And three, because God says to love thy neighbor as thyself and wishing for people to run into a a negative karma, if you will, means that you are not willing or loving your neighbor the way you would will or love for yourself. So I'll leave that right there to do the math. So good people, stay mad if you want to, but it takes a lot of energy And like I said, anger happens, but any time that passes after 24 hours, anger is a choice. And I just ask that you remember every choice you make will either create opportunities for you or strip opportunities from you. In the case of anger, because you're so negatively charged. So from this moment on, you can cope and you can choose. And and someone may have stolen your power. And, and here's another thing around power. We've got to stop thinking that it's just physical. Power can be exercised mentally and emotionally as well. And we can be defiant against, no, no one steals my power. 
But if no one has stolen that power from you temporarily, why'd you ever get upset? So we, so, so if you found yourself in a place of being upset at someone, someone has temporarily taken some of that power element out of your control. That's all. And that's dense. So maybe I extract that in a different episode, but someone may have stolen your power temporarily, may have, remember the keyword is may have, may have stolen your power temporarily. But the most, the, the strongest thing that I can say about that is that that may have happened, but you good people are not powerless. In fact, you are powerful beyond measure. Once you can learn to let anger go and move forward in the steps necessary to cope and heal. And so for that, love y'all. Thank you for the time. And as always, let's go.